What are you doing to be better with every video that you record? What are you focusing on to make sure that you are continuing to move your needle forward for your business and to create a killer brand for yourself that's going to give you multiple streams of income and all these other hopes and dreams that you might have? Well, in this video, we're gonna talk about it. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos and YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. Hi ladies and welcome back to a brand spanking new year of 2022. I am so excited to be spending this time with you today. We are kicking off this new year with a fantastic conversation with the fabulous Kitty Robinson about her bead YouTube channel. She's been doing this for years and years, even before all this YouTubiness was even happening. She has been selling beads and using the internet to grow a brand and business. And now she's able to build a successful business where she's able to supplement her family's income and do so many awesome things all thanks to YouTube and beads. Like, can we just take a moment to talk about how amazing and cool that is that we can make our living doing something we love, even if it's just crafting or doing something else. Like, it's just so amazing. As we head into 2022, we have a lot of really awesome things ahead for us. We're not only going to be continuing our sponsorship and partnership with vidIQ, but we're going to have a lot of other really great opportunities to help you dig into what you need to be a better creator. We're going to be doing more channel reviews and education over in our private Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube, as well as other business opportunities that are going to be available to you to help you create more income, create more reach and grow your audience in a way that you never thought possible. So make sure you stay tuned to these episodes, this podcast, we're going to dive into that as well as in the private group where you're going to have more options than ever before. And I'm even thinking about doing some fun posts in the group with things like video content ideas, tips for growth, and so much more. So definitely take the time to join that group if you haven't already. So now that we have all of these niceties out of the way, let's dive into this fantastic interview with the one and only Kitty Robinson. I'm super excited to talk with you today, Kitty. I think that we're going to have a good time chatting and getting to know each other and giving out some good wisdom. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Awesome. All right. Well, let's start this off right. Why YouTube? Well, I think there are better questions to ask is why not YouTube? Because we have so many social media platforms um, across from like, you know, the TikTok is really big now and, and like I've got teenage kids, so maybe we got all through the house. But um, I think YouTube is my pillar content or, or would be considered as a pillar content. So I think each one of the social platforms are really important for different things. But my favorite is YouTube. So what is it that you do on YouTube? Like what content do you create? 
Um, so I create tutorials, um, basically trying to give inspiration to people to create their own um, jewelry or home decor, like we've been doing Christmas baubles lately and all sorts of different bits of pieces, um, just to craft along and create with me. And how did you get into that? Well, <laughs> we have to go back many, many, many years. I have got a physical company selling beads, findings, all sorts of uh, anything, what you need for jewelry making and home decor. And we started 17 years ago. It's, it, it's, it's like a lifetime ago now. And when we first started, business was really easy. Like you went to exhibitions, did different anything. You you really um, saw we were selling online mainly. Um, we had an eBay store. I think eBay is quite big in America as well. And and business was easy. And as you know, like a business changes every every year, every month is forever evolving. You always have to do different things and like not just to keep one step ahead of your competition, but for yourself as well. I think you you either like growing as a business or you are contracted down. And for me, um, I did um, shopping TV for quite a long time. Um, when they first approached us oh, many, many years ago, I always said no. Um, I guess because I was a bit embarrassed about my accent, but i tell you about a little bit later. And um, now I, I guess kind of wish I would have started earlier. And I think... With for us, the biggest push was last year with the current situation, what's happening in the world. We were really forced to change everything how we did before. And we had to go, we we went on daily tutorials on, on social. We started on Facebook and, and created a really large crowd on Facebook. And then from that, it's kind of involved into YouTube and doing things on YouTube and doing different things for different platforms. I absolutely love that. Okay, so... When you guys started doing this, like, why? Why did you start creating and doing all of this stuff way back in the day? Like, what was the spark, the joy, the story that led to that? Um, we had a few videos up. So we got a couple of channels. We had a few videos up before, like, just doing tutorials, like video tutorials to go along our PDFs. And we have created... Um, USBs before, which is like a lot of people do books, you know, and um, a lot of designers have got plenty of books out. And I didn't just want to do a book because I didn't want to be like, but in a book, you got your pictures, you got your diagrams and that's it. I wanted to do video because I think video, if you're a visual person, that's the best way to learn. And we have created these USBs. We have four of them out there. One of them, uh, we started with the beginner's guide to beading and then like did different ones. And uh, USBs were... They have videos, they have PDFs, they have pictures, they have a whole lot of shebang on there for you to learn from. And from there, it was just like, I think there's a light bulb have to go on in my head. It's like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> I don't just have to, I don't just need to do this for the USB. I can do this online and I can show it to everybody. And, and we just, we started on Facebook, daily Facebook live tutorials um, I, I, not, with another designer and we just really embraced it. And we had hundreds and hundreds of people watching every day. And it was just really great. Um, it was just a really great connection. And we grow community. And I just, I think if I can translate what, I guess, social media meant for us is from coming from a high six-figure company to moving over into a seven-figure company. And I think that's what um, YouTube and Facebook and the social media did for us in the last couple of years. 
Okay, so you got to tell me. You, you said something, you built a company, you're building these, you're talking about money. Tell us about the business. So what business is it that YouTube has created for you or that YouTube supports for you? I think it's not. Um, so a lot of people want to have direct business. They think that um, I'm going to do a video and I'm going to sell hundreds and hundreds of these pendants. For example, um, I'm going to make a tutorial up. And it's, it doesn't really work that because like with social media, with, with, with Facebook, it's kind of like the day-to-day -day basis. If people watch you on that day, they can they go and purchase the products. With YouTube, it's a long-term game because even now I get comments and I get asked questions about video where I did in back in June and people still come into the website to buy stuff from June or May or, or even last year in February. So like it's a very different ball game. And I think everybody out there just kind of like have to learn to how to play, how to play the rules of the games. Like you, you play football differently. You would play from rugby. I don't, I don't play any of those. So I don't know the rules, but I guess the rules are different for, for the ball games. Well, I love it. Okay. So what do you sell? What are you, I want to dive into this. Like, how are you using YouTube to sell your product? So we got on our website, we got over 20,000 products. So can you imagine like we got crystal beads, glass beads, seed beads. We got like one of the glass pearls. We have got 80 different colors just in one size. Like our warehouse, we got 7,000 square feet warehouse and it's just full to the brim with with. with beads with findings with like what you can like I guess see behind me on the, on the podcast I, I guess you can't see it but um those are all different size different colors of seed beads we have and we sell those and for me I guess it's different because my company came first and a lot of people starting out on YouTube now they starting their brand so I already had a brand which I went out and shouted about it and YouTube really helped me to rocket this brand to the next level but um there is so many ways like you know there's so many ways you can make money on youtube like uh, for me like i just want to build my community and i want to have people to have brand awareness so when they next time they fancy making something or next time they want to make a tiara or or make a pendant or be a bit creative or, or get something for somebody who's creative um as a present then they will think of my website and come come and buy from me i absolutely love that i, I I'm, I'm as i scroll through your youtube channel it just makes me wish that i had more time to be like crafty because i love to make things <laughs> so how is it that you're able to stay connected with your community like do you have like the community tab turned on for your uh or the membership tab turned on for your youtube channel do you have like a facebook group are you using patreon or are you just the community is just the viewers who are watching your channel so um our community, I guess, lives on Facebook, to be honest, because I guess the demographic, uh, the age uh, sort of, it's, um, <laughs> I don't know how politically correct, but they're like 40, 50 plus. And most of them are ladies. Like, I don't want to disagree anybody, but uh, that, that's our demographic. And that sort of age range is on Facebook. So our community lives on Facebook. We have got Facebook groups. I personally have a membership, which is kind of separate from our business, where we have got classes every single week. And um, we got four Zoom classes um, doing all sorts of different things. And that's, I'm personally teaching two. And there is another two Zoom classes with like sort of bead along for people to get together. And that's, that's really successful as well. Well, that's I guess they are the, my core 
member of the community and and they they just love creating and they just love meeting up and over the last year we've been doing that over a year now we used to have a physical beat club in the warehouse like two years ago and it was really successful it was the favorite time of the week for me because I could just go in and chat to people and and they understand when I'm when I'm saying like it's a difference between mauve and purple they understand what I'm saying, like, you know, because yeah. when sometimes people are like, oh, well, it's just purple, isn't it? It's like, no, there is mauve, there is lilac, there is aubergine, there is purple, there is like 20 different shades. And those people understand when I say it's mauve or lilac, you know, so I really used to love it. But unfortunately, we couldn't do that anymore because of the current situation and we moved it online and it was the best thing ever what I guess happened to us because now we got people from America, we got people from all over the world joining it in. And it's just it's such a lovely, it's it's just so nice to be like with like-minded people. I always say everybody's got a tribe. You just need to find your one. I absolutely love it. So what advice do you have to the women YouTube creators who are trying to figure out how to build a tribe that can not only like, watch their content that they can help, but that would also be interested in buying from them. I think like for me, there is my biggest lesson this year was is, and I have to quote somebody else here. This is not coming from me. There is an author called Simon Sinek. And I know she, he's not a lady, but he's, he's very clever. And he said, the goal is not to be perfect, but to be better today, what we were yesterday. And for yeah. me, this changed the game a lot because like I kind of had to let go of this like oh my video has to be perfect my life has to be perfect or, or actually I haven't got time to create videos I'm just doing lives and like feeling bad inside that like I'm not doing enough I'm not doing a perfect job and once I kind of let that perfection go a little bit I think my designer side and and I started to enjoy it more and more and I think anybody's just starting and they're all I can say, just press start, just just record it, just put it out there, and you're gonna get feedback. You're gonna get feedback, like you know, from a lot of people because people are gonna find you. I do think, like alongside YouTube, you do need other social pillars as well, and you need to be active on there and be in. There is many, many of plenty of different, like in your niche, whatever you do, even if you. I don't know, repair garden engines or like, I don't know, like something really, I'm just trying to say something what I wouldn't be interested in. But um, yeah. there is an interest out there for that as well, or bee, beekeeping or I don't know, like, you know, anything. Um, there are communities out there and just join the communities and just listen to the other people and just enjoy being with those people. And yeah. I think it doesn't really matter what you know. I think what you have to do your videos about, what you're absolutely passionate about. So if I wake you up 2 a.m. in the morning and I say to you, like, come on, let's go, what are we doing? And you would be like, yeah, we're going to go and do some gardening. because, And then you know that's what you love the most. And I think when you love the most, the passion comes through and then people just going to fall in love with you. I think what you said that's really important is like if you're doing something that you are passionate about, it'll come across and then people will be able to, it's almost contagious. I recently oh, yeah. um, had come uh, the, the day that we recorded this, the day before I had a triple speaking event in Dallas in one day. And um, I just like was so pumped about it because I just got to like, love all over YouTube and talk to people and help them solve problems to the point where like, I was meeting with people that like 
I was on the plane with and like we were talking about YouTube and they're like, how are you a YouTuber? What does that work? It's like, it's almost like seeing like a lion in the wild. You're just like, wow, how does that work? People thought it was really interesting. And they're like, when we were done talking, all of them were like, you can tell you really love what you're doing and you really love helping people. And I'm like, I really, I really do. Yeah. And I think that it comes across and it becomes contagious and people just want to like come in into your world and be a part of it with you. So I couldn't agree with you more about that. That's why I think it's so important to like really dig into what you like. Yeah. You really focus that way you can attract the people that want to watch your stuff. Absolutely. It could be makeup. It could be anything like, you know, like whatever you passionate about whatever you can't shop about I guess like you know that that's the thing what you need to do and and I and I I completely hear you when you say that because I think I have this inner need as well so I need to help people because that makes me feel good when when like I'm showing somebody to do something and they and they don't know how to do it and then perhaps they have a little bit of trouble and then you go back and help them a little bit more and then finally you kind of like can almost see it in your head the light bulb coming on for them and I I think that's such a beautiful moment, isn't it? Like when you when you're helping other people, I, I really do just just love it. Yes, no, I totally, I totally understand, and I just think I relate to this so hard. And I think that it is so important. One of the things that like almost comes across as cheesy as YouTubers is like, oh, you've got to build a community of people, and it's like it sounds like I don't know, like wishy washy or like mm. pie in the sky type of a thing, but it really is. It's like kind of how this works. It's how you get people to keep watching your videos. That's how you get people to keep doing stuff with you and supporting you and buying from you and, and watching you. And, but also sometimes it come across as like really difficult. So besides doing something that you love, do you have any advice for women creators that about what they can do when they're creating content that can help them make conversions and bring in the right people into, into their channel? I think you need to be very clear about your audience and who's it. And then you can go and like, not, not like kind of target them, but when you are very clear about who you really want to like, you know, depending on each niche is completely different because some of them are going to be like very specific already. But for example, like let's not take jewelry. Jewelry is very personal as well. So I, there are some pieces that I absolutely love making, but I would not wear because it's not really my style, but I love the creation of, of the, that project. But even yeah. if you look at, even if you look at, anything else so there is if you know if you for example let's say yoga I, I don't do yoga but there is many different styles of yoga so if you specify down into what type of yoga you do perhaps what type of age range you are want to attract because I guess the, the the younger people they more things they can do and and you just stick with that the more clear you're going to be like yes so I, I know that my customers are 40 50 plus they you kind of can visualize in your head as well that um they they kids they the children are grown up or they teenagers now they got time for their hobbies and I go out and when I make the projects I enjoy making those projects personally perhaps not would wear that necklace but I know they would you know and yeah. by doing those projects keeping my customers in mind that I know what they they would like to make attracting mm. them more so just be very clear 
who you want to attract, what like just just sit down and think about it. What age range, you know, what's what sex, what what hobbies these people do? Because like you know, you have to find a common factor with almost everybody, like who you attract. And there's a lot of people very similar, but they are do different things. So in 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 crafting, <laughs> in crafting, slow of people do knitting, but they don't do crocheting, or they do paper crafts, but they don't do I don't know what was something else so like your unique perspective on your craft and like you might be combining two crafts together and that that's your thing and that's your unique way in but the more clear you are you are trying to attract i think the better you're going to attract those people to to back to you no i think that that's that's really valuable advice i think that it's just and it's a common thing some people just get into this they're like thinking oh i just want to really like this thing. So I'm just going to start creating content around it. or, Oh, this person I like does this thing. And I see that they're making a lot of money. So I'm going to do that too. And while I don't think everyone listening is that way. I think that there's still a lot to be learned from like what we're talking about here about community and why it matters. So on your, on your growth journey, on your path to your, your success, what have, what's been a struggle that you have had to overcome that we could learn from? I, I wouldn't say like there is always problems. Like I wouldn't say struggle. I would I would say there are problems. The problems come up like it's on a daily basis in every business, not just my not just business in life general. Like even if you're just doing this as a hobby, these problems gonna come up. But where there is every problem, there is a solution. Uh -huh. <laughs> so sure. I think what you need to keep an open mind and um and and you know I could like for me, like going back and I tell you, I told you about my accent. For me, like when I was first approached many, many years ago, this is to, to going back to 2007 to do shopping TV with my company. I said no, because I myself, I'm originally from Hungary. English is my second language and I'm, I'm dyslexic, by the way. So like for me to writing up instructions is really hard. So thank you so much. Spell check on anything <laughs> or illustrator. But um I know that like what I wasn't good at. And for me, I felt like I got such a strong accent and, and in my head. And I was like, oh, my God, people are not going to like me. Like, you know, like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, they, they, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And and then and they approached us again, I think about 2010-ish. And I said no again. And then when, it, when they approached in 2016, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And to be honest, my biggest fear become not like my biggest asset but people sort of love it about me and I can say stuff and I said it on live here which I'm not going to repeat here because it sounded really naughty but with my accent it sounds the word it's not sheet <laughs> it sounded something completely different but um I just have fun with it now and I and I embrace it and I and 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 it become a part of me so I yeah. have to I guess accept myself and there is loads of like the biggest thing you have to come through i guess is accept yourself everything else have you had a little problem if you have problem with tech if you have problem with with anything it can be solved because i'm telling you there is somebody else out there and there is this thing called youtube where you can go in and type in and it gives you tutorials <laughs> <laughs> there's some somebody else out there either been there either done that or going through the same thing the same time as you're going through so you, you can always like you know going back to the goal is to be better today, what we were today, just every day. Ah, 
such good. I just think, oh, do you do? But I love it. <laughs> Sorry, it just made me laugh a lot. And it's true because you can literally like almost every solution, every problem has a solution thanks to YouTube and the millions of people that are just like, I know other people are struggling with this and I'm going to help. That's like, think about that for a moment. There are literally yeah. millions of videos on the internet that are like, I had this problem. And I figured it out and I made a video about it. So you don't have to have like how like this almost seems like the opposite of social media culture right now. Social media culture is all like me culture and like revenge culture and like yeah. you culture. And there's so much like I'm right. You're wrong. Let me troll you. Like it's all this stuff. YouTube is like, let me help. Isn't that Absolutely. crazy to think about? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think with social media, definitely like, I, I feel that people are not being vulnerable enough. They're not being um, honest enough in a way because they, well, they, they are honest, but they're always showing off the good side at the good times that like, and this is why I, I love pre-recorded video, but I love, I really, really love live because in live, if you make a mistake, you cannot cover it up. You yeah. just say, oh, I made a boo-boo or I made a oopsie. And then, and then you show them how you correct that boo-boo or oopsie. And they love you even more because now they know that you, oh, you're human as well. It happens to you as well. So the thread breaks, not just for me, or you get a knot on your thread for you as well. And I think I am a really um, big fan of being authentic. And it, it doesn't really matter if you're good or bad or like, you know, it doesn't really matter on, on a particular subject or on a particular skill. As long as you're authentic, people are going to love you for it. Yeah, I actually have an interesting statistic. I, I did a presentation, again, like I said yesterday at the time of this recording. I talked a lot about YouTube, and it said that over 65% of YouTube users say that they find YouTube content to feel more real than other social networks. Oh, yeah. And I think that that just, like, makes a lot of sense because I've always looked at, like, it feels like YouTube just, like, brings you in into your home. And in, in social, it's about, like, let me capture what appears to be this perfect image. Like I always joke, I was like, I know my friend's house isn't that clean. <laughs> so I'm like, tell me <laughs> what's behind you when you're doing this, right? You so, can't see I, the other side of my screen right now, the other corner of the room. Like you don't want to look that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I have this screen up behind me. Like for those of you that are listening, I have this like folding screen I put behind me because I'm in a giant metal uh, uh, cement basement and like behind that screen is a freaking disaster because <laughs> it's like all my equipment's everywhere and I've got chairs and gear and boxes and cables and stuff like it's super youtube -y, but it also looks borderline like a torture chamber so, so. <laughs> where there is a problem there is a solution <laughs> exactly exactly look i'm really sorry to interrupt but did you know that youtube is the world's second biggest search engine maybe you did maybe you didn't but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. All right, so let's do a little bit of rapid fire, Kitty. Okay, so what do you film with? 
Um, so I I started off with my iPhone. I got an iPhone 11 and I loved it. Really easy to film with. So if you are just starting out, you don't need anything else but your phone. Your uh, The smartphones these days are like amazing. They, they really do amazing quality pictures. I also have a Sony A6100 and an A6400, no, 8600 um, above me, what I use now. And I use a, cut, a couple of Atomos uh, Ninjas to record with. Um, but the easiest, so the quality, like for somebody who really knows about quality, I guess they can see the difference. For me, general drug blow, I don't really, I can't see the difference between the two because your phone will give you a really, really good quality. So if you're just starting today, just, just go with your phone. And then like, mm -hmm. you know, some months down the line, it might be two months, it might be six months. Um, if you start to make some money, like you might pick up some sponsorships, you might sell some merch or you might do like anything. And then you, if you get some money coming in and then you can invest, invest into those camera cameras, there's always like better lights to get. There is always, there's always something, something you want to get. I have got a teleprompter, which I never use. I don't really know why I bought it, but I got it because like when you follow all these YouTube help channels and, and, and this is actually so true. Somebody will say like, you absolutely, this is it. You need this. This is so great. You, you this is going to make your life so much easier. And then, and then I get it. And I'm thinking, um, well, it doesn't really do that. What, what I wanted to do and it does this but I don't really need this so I think you just kind of have to figure out what you personally need the most and because like a tool can be really useful for me like I I my ring light is overhead because mm -hmm. I need the light down on my table and but and I got another two and I got another three lights and two lights lighting the background but if you have different setup then you would need to use different lights so I think you kind of just need to figure out what is the best for you but mm -hmm. start with your phone because you got a phone in your pocket and you can you can edit on the phone you can do everything on the phone now like you can you know you can bank you can pay with it you can do you can everything it's like your whole life is on this little device isn't it <laughs> yes no it, it is and I was talking with, again, I talk about this so much in my presentation because I talk a lot about like vertical video and creating with what yeah. you have. And I'm like, y'all, we literally have like photo, like video camera studios in our, in our pockets. Yeah. Like how many of the like iPhone commercials and stuff like this was shot on our newest iPhone. And like, you're like, this could be in a movie. Absolutely. This is a commercial. Like, like legit, it makes so much sense. Like you don't need to overcomplicate it. In fact, if you like, just don't. I, I'm the same, but I have like a whole, like, I have like a, like a bench that like stores things. It's just filled with old gear, like yeah. stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I bought it cause it sounded cool. I think if I had a gear tip, it would be don't emotionally or impulsively buy gear. Like <laughs> I don't need that do tip. it. So I'm just, I'm just saving you a lot of money right now. Don't do that. <laughs> I need Your Black that Friday thing. sale is worth it. Cause you're still like, are you really going to use that? Is this something yeah. Every really single time when you're about to press the buy button just think just stop and think like do i really need that do do i do i don't do i yeah yeah i, no, think I, think I, I need the advice so much because I, i'm like that i see something and it's like um oh what, what one of my friends called it is the shiny object syndrome i think it's called <laughs> when you see something it's like oh my god i must have that i must have that this is going to be so good and then you get it and it is good for mm -hmm. but that, like does it fit in your lifestyle does it really 
gonna make your life so much easier or, or so much better or, or your video quality or you know in the end of the day I think people connect with you because your personality yeah and that's 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 inside here so you can buy so much tech but your personality is inside here and I think you know in the end of the day all you need like just the basics and to start with and and anybody everybody if you look any big creator out there on YouTube like any of them like I got an 11 year old son so I get to watch Mr Beast quite often <laughs> because I want to because he wants to or I walk in and he's watching it but even he him started on his iPhone like you know like on on phone like a lot of lot of creators like just just start like any way you can start just start mm. i think yeah i think that that's that's really important okay next rapid fire question who are some of your favorite female youtube creators um i have a lot in my niche which is probably going to be nothing to you i guess <laughs> but in 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 your niche i do there's quite a few ladies i i have watched um a few of your content of course um i love shelly shelly is one of my favorites because she shelly saves the day she can yes. be just so 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 sarcastic sometimes and i think i kind Sassy. of really identified with that one um, I do love Tarina as well. I think she's all, she's always got a solution for something. Um, and um, Luria, Luria is really good. Luria Petrucci, she sh she does a lot of um, live streaming as well. I started in his group oh, um, a year and a half ago now, and that's when like I joined them when I needed the tech help, and that's when I sort of started to go down the route to getting cameras and bits of pieces. And there's so many groups out there, and so many helps, and so many like um, channels which will help you. So that th there is loads of there is lo there is really loads. Personally, I haven't really got the um, the time to sit down and watch because. <laughs> I'm addicted to work. Like I work probably like 60, 70 hours. I just, even even every evening, I would sit down and design something. And, and I'm sitting there and like, you know, playing, making a little pendant or, or something. So in my mind, I'm relaxing at the same time. This mm -hmm. is what, like I had a discussion with somebody today and they said, uh, um, what would you do if you retire? I was like, mm, probably the same what I do now. But there is so many, so many lovely creators out there. That um, Catherine Manning is another one who is really good on on, on YouTube. Help there, there is loads of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's so many good creators out there, and a lot of the ones that you said we actually have had as guests on the podcast. So I mean, if, go watch those old episodes, ladies, to to get their advice because they're all fantastic. Just as as Kitty had said. So of all, with what you do, all the creators you know, all the companies that you know. What is a dream collaboration for you? Oh, this is a really good question because like I'm the sort of person I like to dibble dabble into everything. So even if it's not my niche, I would I just like to come along and I I I would I would like to be I would love to be anybody's sidekick like for any time. Like, you know, that's that's my I guess I don't know, but on anything because we can always see the good side. You can always, like, when you come in, even if you come in from a different niche, you're going to come in with a pair of eyes, what you have grown up with, what you have perfected over your, your professional um, lifetime. And you, when you're going into another niche, they might be used to doing things in a certain way. And because you've got a different perspective, you can go in and say, well, well, have you thought about it that way? Like, you know, what, what if you come from above or behind or like, you know, from a different angle. And 
anything. I just I just love people. I love working with people, and um, yeah, and and anybody. I have I have done like go, going back to to the YouTube help. I have done consultations with people, which really really helped. Um, there's just so much you can do, but don't be afraid to just just try things. And if it's not for you, then move on and try something else. I think that that is probably some of the best advice because you just have to focus on your mission, what you're doing. And remember that not everyone is for you and you're not for everyone. So, and that oh, is totally fine. So, so far in all the videos that you've created, which one has been your favorite? Um, I think like I, I love live video. So for me, mm -hmm. Live video is the one I feel most comfortable at because okay. I get an instant connection with my viewers. Um, I get questions, so they're kind of like guided. I love freestyling, so that when I when I do pre-record videos, like I have to sit down and I don't really script anything up. I have to like bullet point it and have to, you know, and and then I have to. I might have maybe four, five, six different takes on a scene, and then it's like all editing together and everything else. But um, for me, any live session, I. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stand for jewelry because that's what we're known for and that's what we make the most. But anything to do with home deco, with I, I, I love doing. And it could be like we were doing Christmas baubles, um, like today. I, I loved, I love doing those ones. So, and anything really. Like, but I, I do think, like for me, and and people ask me, what's your favorite project? Like I've done virtually hundreds, if not thousands, of projects already. Like all sorts of different techniques. Because even mm -hmm. in jewelry making, you got hundreds of different techniques and people ask me what's your favorite and I always say my current one because the one I've done like you know that's done and dusted that's gone I got the t-shirt well, I haven't got the t-shirt but you know I've done, I done and dusted and the one the future one I haven't researched yet so I'm really mentally in with the one I'm doing right now and that's mm -hmm. the one you're researching that's the one you're doing the samples for that's the one you're doing the designs for so kind of like if it wasn't my favorite, I don't think like for, for a live show, like I would sit down and do a live if, if I need to sell a product. But for my videos, uh, pre-recorded videos, I try to do the ones I really love the most, I guess. Uh -huh. And then it's always the current one, one I'm working on because that's the one I'm mentally in and mentally focused on. And that's when I am playing right now, doing different, using, trying different colors, trying different beads, you know, trying different things with it. So that's, 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 it's like, you know, child, what toy you love the most, the one I'm playing with. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a great answer. So what is the next YouTube goal you're looking forward to conquering? So at the moment, for me, like I stepped back from YouTube a little bit for the last couple of months and only doing lives. So we're doing on one channel, we're doing three lives a week and on the other channel, I'm doing one live a week. And next year I have got, um, we are growing, like even just with the lives, like we are growing. But um, for next year, I want to be a bit more intentional. But for me, then I have to take time away from somewhere else from my business to focus on that. Like, I would love to just be able to, I don't know, go and hide away somewhere for three months and just and just create and do and film and, and everything. But I mean, you got children, I got children. Like, you know, how, sometimes how hard it is just to have like half an hour to record something, not to only somebody coming in a door, I'm hungry. All <laughs> the time, you know, like oh no, I have to start all over again. So, 
I want to be a bit more intentional next year. And I kind of have been a lot of doing a lot of strategies and thinking a lot of things through because you always learn from other people. And um, yeah, I got I got I got loads of things under un, under the wing, I guess, to trying to implement next year. But try it. If it doesn't work, move on, try something else. <sighs> Such good advice. Like you're just you're just like a, a plethora of Aww. good advice and knowledge of sharing. I'm so grateful for it today, Kitty. But one thing, like don't get hang up on the numbers. That's the one thing That's I so can tell hard. You. Oh, it's so hard. I'm dealing so with that hard. right now. It's so, so hard. hard. It, it's so hard. So for me, like I don't really um it's not like I don't care about the numbers because I, I guess with numbers, like that's the only way we can quantify, like if you're doing right or if you're doing wrong um, right. in terms of business, like, you know, how much is your turnover, how much is your profit, etc. In terms of like YouTube channels, a lot of people are looking, oh, how many subs have you got? And you and you say like, oh, well, I, I got like, you know, 200 and you think, oh, yeah, you only got 200, like, you know, and I, and I got a thousand and like, and, and this, this kind of like competition going on between people. But I think the minute you step away from the competition and say, you know what? I don't care how many subs I got. What I care about is how do I feel when I create? And if this brings joy to my life, then it doesn't matter if you got 200, 5,000 or 200,000. It brings joy to your life. So therefore, it's a positive experience for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's if I, if I can give one advice is don't care about the numbers. That, I think that that is a good advice. It's it's a little hard. I think that there are some things you got to pay attention to. Like, are you growing? What's your reach? Are you, was what? Are what videos are growing well? And like, how are you able to uh, like convert, like make more of that so you can have a better reach? Absolutely. But you would do very specific videos for very specific reasons. So if you want to grow your audience, you would have different CTAs, like call to actions. If you want to. Um, sell a particular products, then you would say different things. If you want to bring attention to, I don't know, an affiliate link or a, you know, a collaboration or anything like that, you would do very specific videos for very different reasons. And like for me, um, I think the magic happens when you can kind of make a version of video when, when it touches on more than one thing. Yeah. Like you're not just pushing a thing, you're pushing kind of like five things but but in a very subtle way and then that's 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 when the magic happens i think like i said that's perfectly said i think all right so kitty how do we find you on the youtubes so i've got two youtube channels one of them is totally beads um that's about i guess that channels goes it's i keep calling my channel but it goes with the company i guess but the company is mine so it's like i'm biased it's mine um totally beads um ltd and the other one is kitty robinson designs um that's more they both very similar content and this is this is very interesting because i got different people follow me on my channel although i'm doing very similar beadwork i'm doing very similar things kitty robinson designs a little bit more personal to my taste and Totally Beads is more like what beads that we have in a warehouse, what we need to like sell, you know. Yeah. But we got very different audience following the two. And although, you know, the, the content is very similar on it. So I think it's a perspective of like a company and a perspective of a person as well. So. Mm. 
So much good stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, for your expertise, for your information. Remember, you and everyone listening are impossibly amazing. Until next time, we'll see you soon, guys. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. 